We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. I, I had Courtois the other day. I'm not the goalkeeper oh, okay. this just for just because you can't remember past the last slate. No, the last slate was Olsen. I was you had Olsen when you had right, that huge but, game, and now today you got Loris. And the one before I had Courtois and went off the cliff. So I mean, so what does it matter? <laughs> right. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined on this Friday by Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's Daily Fantasy World Cup slate. We are going to forget about Tuesdays because I have literally forgotten about Tuesday. But Jordan, what did you do over the last few, two days that we had off? Completely well, off. You're just forgetting about Tuesday because I actually did very well on Tuesday. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah. I actually won on Tuesday as well. Now that I'm looking at my um, my history here, which uh, was nice after a few horrific days. But um, it was so long ago. Right. I it mean, feels like it's been a month since we played Daily Fantasy Soccer. I'm right, sorry for everybody bad. who played the uh, Tuesday MLS showdown and the Wednesday big slate. I just happened to not because uh, I just I didn't want feel like playing. But tomorrow is the last classic slate of the World Cup. Are they not going to do a two day for the semifinal? 
I hope they do. Well, then maybe it's not. I would I would like them to, but yeah. I wouldn't put it past DraftKings to just do showdowns. I, uh, I don't think there's a difference. I mean, obviously there's a difference for some people who like need their money right away. Uh, and we have a few people in the Slack chat who are furious about uh, tennis because the tennis a, a few of the tennis slates have gone into the second day. Uh, but I don't see the difference between a two-day slate and this staggered starts that we've been doing anyway. No, I, you know me. I don't care. Yeah, you I, don't. I, I always were for the two-day Champions League slates. Right. When it gets down to, when it gets down to the yeah, four-game. Yeah. When it gets to four, when it's two and two, right. I still want a four-game slate. Yeah. Totally agree with you. Um, I'm, that's what I'm hoping. I, I mean, right. the, the only reason why I feel like they would still do a two-day slate is that they, we know they're doing the showdowns anyway. And so they're actually like taking something away as opposed to like replace or, you know, it's not like they're like, oh, we're not going to do a two day slate, but we'll, we'll do a showdown for each game. And it's like we we know we're getting that already because you've given us a showdown for every sl- game in the entire World Cup. So I I want to believe that we're going to get a two day slate. Right. You want to believe. But DraftKings is going to DraftKings and who knows? Yeah, but that's just more rake. Yeah, but who knows how big the size? I mean, they could just throw out some garbage size contests. I mean, it's not like I'm not going to play them. <laughs> I'd rather play the classic than the showdown. Right. But, I mean, we'll cover them both anyway. I mean, we'll cover the showdowns regardless. Coming into that, hmm. you say that I mean, as we don't, if we've been doing that all well, No, but I mean, we've covered the Champions League final showdown. Yes. I mean, like where it's like that's the main thing. Yeah. Like we're not covering showdowns where it's like every game, you know, three different showdown slates. I and mean, how do you construct based on what? Not, the show would be three hours long. I and still it would come down to do whatever you want. Right. Yeah. I will say that even though I think they're definitely going to do a two day two game slate for the semifinal, I don't think that they're going to have a big two day third place game final classic slate. I wouldn't be surprised if they offered a slate, but I think it will be smaller than the showdown slates. Right. The third. The, I mean, the the third place game is that that's a showdown slate because you don't know. I mean that. Typically, they rotate sides. Yeah, I but mean, it's first. It could be anyone. Right. We get that game first, so it's not quite as horrible as... But it may be a showdown slate where you're leaving 4K on the table. Right. Right. Possible. Yeah. Possible. Uh, all right. Let's talk about Saturday, which um, I feel like we've had this conversation before. Um, we have England and Sweden at 10 a.m. Eastern, Croatia, Russia, 2 p.m. Harry Kane, what are we going to do? You know me... It's a Saturday, though, so... I know. I fading know. on Saturday. You, you could fade Kane on Saturdays. He was fadeable last... On Sunday. No, but he scored. Was that on that? Yeah, he scored, but, like... You didn't need to fade. I mean, you didn't You didn't get killed by him. Yeah. By his one goal. I mean, it took away a bunch of my profit, but you didn't we, get killed. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah, that, that, that is the... the question that you have on the slate England are a minus currently minus 105 favorite over Sweden uh Croatia is a plus 120 ish favorite over Russia mm-hmm. and as I always say with Russia that always includes uh the home field advantage yep built in the totals are low yep the totals Sweden England they're but I mean these are both under twos mm-hmm. Sweden England is sl- I mean they're practically this I mean they're close to the same 1.9 1.8 yeah uh so Low scoring. That's why I take a look at uh, a Harry Kane and go, give me the accumulators. Mm. As opposed to give me the guy who will score one of the two goals. The one on the goal, right. No, you mean the, the Andreas Grankvist? Those are the two goals. 
Right. Especially with this kid, right? Birth the the baby narrative. Mm -hmm. Gotta score one for your new baby. Right. But yeah, but that, I mean, it's too, I could see both constructions. You know me, I'm I'm not a big fan of going with the high-priced, goal-dependent forward. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, even though he draw like a million fouls for no apparent oh reason, my God, the last that was game so annoying. Uh, you nine could, fouls mean, drawn. Come on, you could make a construction with him, and I wouldn't call you crazy. I'd look and go, okay, that's viable, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, could be optimal, and then you can make one without him that looks really nice. That I go, hmm, I like that better. I, I built something uh, without him to start, and uh, I liked it. And then I built one with him, and I kind of agree. Like, you, you look at the Kane build, and you're like, that that makes sense. Um, the only issue that I have with, uh, with fading Kane, uh, and it, I don't necessarily think it's enough for me to not do it, uh, is that you end up being really heavy on teams that you might not want to be heavy on. There's only four teams. I know. I know. I don't um, mind being slightly more heavy on Croatia. I agree with you on that one. Um, I agree. I think that's where, I mean, obviously that's where you're going if you fade Kane. Like the, the Kane is 11.8 and the next highest player is 8,000. Um, like he is significantly higher than everybody else. Um, but yeah, I think I the, the build that you get without him is understandably more reliable everywhere else. I mean, it's this the same conversation we have every time Kane is on a short slate. Right. I mean, you look at the non-Kane builds, and it's like, if no goals get scored, I win. And if goals get scored by low-owned people, if, you know, you know, someone that wouldn't be cash-viable, you know, Jesse Lingard scores, mm-hmm. probably doesn't hurt you in cash. Yeah, I I think kind of the interesting thing about the Kane build, though, is that it's not like you end up with a 4v4 or a... F- it's a 2v2. Yeah. You end up with a 2v2. You're, yeah, you're, which is... You're going up and down instead of in the middle. Right. Um, and because of that, uh, the, and, the, and the two guys on the other side of the cane, like the cane and cheap guy plus versus the other two, the other two guys aren't necessarily great options. Like... I don't think you're you're feeling bad that you don't have those guys. And because of that, I think Kane will definitely be higher than I would initially expected. No, I expect Kane to be 40 plus percent owned in cash. Mm-hmm. If not more, maybe. Mm-hmm. It depends, probably lower stakes higher. Right. Higher stakes lower. I think it could be over 50 in lower stakes. Oh yeah, definitely. Because I that 2v2 d- just isn't that drastic. Well, also, I think it depends on whether a certain player's in at defender, which there's a question on, and that'll take away 600 in salary from you. Mm -hmm. But we'll talk about that in defender. Mm -hmm. Uh, But after, okay, after Harry Kane, I mean, we know Harry Kane. He pretty much needs to get a goal to to make value. Unless there's, like, no goals on the slate and his nine points are fine, you know. If he shoots a bunch, I mean, who knows? Uh, well, but, he really hasn't been shooting a bunch, right? He just drew f- tons of fouls yeah. in the last game like it's, against uh, Colombia. The the Tottenham version of Kane is not England Kane in terms of shooting volume, um, right? 
he just happened for to a be, penalty. Yeah, you just right. happen to get a bunch of penalty goals. Yeah, right. But the next option underneath him would be midfield forward eligible Perisic. Yep. Who I'm who's not who's has not on set pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, but as far as he's got a great you know, floor. Right, he has a good floor, and especially if Russia is going to play similar to how they played against Spain mm-hmm. and play defensively, very defensively. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we know Croatia is is good for peripherals. Yep. So that's why when you say, well, you may be overweight so much, it's like I don't mind being overweight in Croatia against uh, if they're going to have 63 percent possession against Russia. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. So Perisic is fine with me as a forward eligible. I mean. There aren't many forward-eligible options. No. I mean, that's the only reason why you look at Kane and go, you can make that Kane build. Because yep. you look at Perisic, and then the other Croatian, if you want to go further down, would be Antti Rebic. Yep. Uh, not as consistent, probably, as Perisic. And do you want to play them both together? And I think the wild card, which I, I'm i doubting on whether or not is a good play, is Emil Forsberg. Mm-hmm. At 6,900. I agree with you. If Larson is back, like Forsberg is going to be off of dead balls, possibly, right? Yep. If Larson, if Larson plays, and Larson's thirty two hundred, but I'm not even saying Larson is a good play, but he is a play. For- but I'm just saying the I don't think I don't see a situation where I play Forsberg in a forward slot and Larson in a midfield spot, like both of them, both of them together yeah, in the no same way. lineup. No, no, because no. then I if I'm playing Larson at thirty tip tip. Essentially, if I'm playing Larson at 3,200, I'm playing Kane in the forward spot. Exactly. And then if you're not playing Kane in the forward spot, I see the combination essentially being, do you want to play Perisic, Rebic, Forsberg, pick mm-hmm. two. Yep. Because the other options, I mean, Bandzucic is goal dependent. That's good. Fine for GPP. Feel free to give Kramaric is in. I think that for 7K, fine for GPP. That's Sterling, for, feel free to go in GPP. Marcus Berg... Go in GPP. Did you skip I mean, Zuba? Make, uh, that's a GPP also. Yeah, okay. Feel free, but, but, feel free to chase that. Okay. All the, but all these other guys are, are like you're gonna have to you have to get a goal out of these guys. Yes. Toyvin in. I mean, I don't think you have to punt all the way down. Like you're not gonna have to take. You're not gonna have to go Toyvin in Rebich because right. there's no one in the midfield spot to pay up that much. I mean, I was gonna say you, I think you might end up with three forwards. No, I I don't. Okay. I don't think. Well, if you play Harry Kane, you can. Yeah. Even then, I, I think you could even but, do it without. Uh, I'll. I'll. You love to tell me this build. Okay. There are midfielders I'd rather, and defenders I'd rather play over some of these forwards. Okay. But that I mean that's forward. I mean like yes, feel free to Berg Toyvin in whatever. But I mean you're playing them instead of Forsberg, or you're punt. You're playing them with Kane. But, like, if you're playing Kane, like, I don't see why you wouldn't play, like, Rebic over Berg for 500 more. Totally agree with you. I think Forsberg at 6,900 is a better play than Larson at 30. What is he, 32? 32? Mm -hmm. Only because he fills a forward spot. If Forsberg was a $6,900 midfield-only player, I think he'd be much less of a play. Uh, Less, but I I wouldn't rule him out. No, I'm I'm, I'm not ruling him out. His floor has been very good without... Set pieces. Right. But they are an underdog. They are. But it is England. It is. Okay, so in midfield. You have to admit the top option in midfield is Luka Modric. Yep. And I think that the the build that you're trying that you're gonna try to make is gonna be do you want Harry Kane or do you want Luka Modric? 
Um, I think Mod- Modric is second when you do a Kane build. I don't think you're choosing one or the other. Well, if if you play Kane Modric, that means you wouldn't be playing Perisic in the forward spot. Correct. Most likely. Correct. So a lot. So maybe maybe between a forward eligible Perisic or a midfield eligible uh, eligible Modric in a Kane build. Agreed. You're probably not and playing it, both. Right. In a non-Kane build, you're probably playing both. Correct. You're playing Perisic Modric. Do you, would you consider playing Perisic Rebic Modric? I would consider it. Mm-hmm. I I'm not. I'm not. Sure, if that's optimal, but it could. I mean, I have no problem playing multiple Croatians. I agree. Russia. Those are the three. There were probably f- f- six that I would play. Six, really? I think so, t- including Subasic. Okay, in, in so five in cash. Five. We're talking about in cash. Yep. Obviously, in GPP, you could play sure. pretty much sure any, any all eleven. Yeah, right. Uh, after Modric, uh, I'm not paying seven thousand for Cheryshev if he starts. It's a lot. GPP, I think, fine, great. Mm-hmm. I just don't think uh, Russia has enough of the ball. From if he starts, pay off that value when I could pl- uh, take Samadov for fifty four hundred. That's where you're going, huh? Well, I'm comparing the two. I mean, oh, it's okay. Gonna be, okay. Yep. I'm comparing the Russians now. There's yep. only two games, so instead of just going by price, yep. I'm just going Cheryshev, Golovin, Samadov. If that's the front, the three attacking midfielders on a team that may only have forty percent possession. Yep. Like, why am I paying up for that possession? I agree with you. Right? If Cheryshev was down by Samadov and Samadov was up to 7,000, I'd be talking about, well, Cheryshev ain't a bad play. Agreed. 400. Agreed. Right. It's just, it's it's more of the the team when it comes to, do I want to pay 7K for a guy if he starts even? Yeah, it sounds like I, that's no guarantee. Right. I mean, he didn't last and, game, so. Right, and that's the late game. Yep. So. You have to figure Golovin starts, and you have to figure Samadov starts. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I mean, looking at this, it's like I I'll I'll play Forsberg in a midfield spot. That's before what I, I said play before. Cheryshev. Before I play Cher- Cheryshev, oh, okay. I'm not saying I play Forsberg. Gotcha, gotcha. Just comparison to Cheryshev or Golovin. Mm-hmm. I look at both of them and go, I'd still rather play Forsberg, even just in a midfield spot. I agree with you. But I look down and I go, well, I'd I'd still I'd rather play Samadov at fifty four hundred over Forsberg at sixty nine hundred in a midfield spot. I'm not sure I agree with that. Why? 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 Why don't you? Because I just don't think Samadov does anything. You didn't think Lucas Torreira did anything, and he seemed to pay off a forty two hundred dollars salary today. I mean, okay, go play Samadov then at fifty four hundred. I'd rather okay. play Rakitic at fifty six. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even in a lineup with all the other Croatians? Probably. It seems a little much, but I don't think Samadov is a is a necessary play at 5,400. But he's viable. Sure. He's not a lock, right? Higher f- fire emoji nuts lock type yeah. of thing. He's not. But I put him, that's why I mentioned the Lucas Torreira thing. It's like it. in this range, it's like, okay, I mean, do you play him or do you play Zobdin? I yeah. mean, like, I'm just saying he th- this price... Was Torreira's last game when he had two points? Okay, so what are you gonna are you gonna blame the Samadov's value on some other player? But you're you're giving Samadov extra credit because of Torreira's game today. No, I'm I'm just I'm I'm comparing him to your analysis of Torreira. I think like, my I think my analysis of Torreira is based off of Samadov's last game and Torreira's last game, really. Okay, I'm just saying in in this range. 
I take a look at this range from like 50, uh, 5,600, we'll use Rakitic, down to to 4,000, 4,100. And I see Rakitic, Dermis, Samadov, Bedelj, uh, Piazza, Zobnin, Loftus-Cheek, Hildjamark, Zagoev, Clayson, Kovacic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, half of these players aren't starting. Yep. So uh, did do you take Zobnin over Samadov? Do you take uh, Clayson over Samadov? Do you, I mean, like, I just take a look at this range. Like, if you need someone in this range, we're, we're uh, debating, well, you'd take Rakitic, I'd take Samadov. Like, it's still, uh, still better than... Ruben this cheek if he's in, right? Yeah, I don't think any of the guys you mentioned are legitimate cash options. Okay. But you don't even think you're going to be in this range at all? I think if you're in this range, you take a defender. But when I'm taking defenders in this range as well as this range in midfield? I think you're okay then. Okay. Oh, oh, now I'm okay. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I, I don't think you need... I, I think you can take defenders in this range... And then that takes you out of this range for midfield. Not necessarily in a non-Kane lineup. Aha! I'm, I'm, okay. I'm looking at one without it. Okay. I'm looking at one with it. Right. It's a, it's going to be a 2v2. I mean, it's going to be like a goalkeeper defender switch or something. Could be. Or utility switch. And then once you get past this, you're, you're in, you're in punt land until you pretty much get to Larson. Right. I would think he would, if he's playing, would be the top punt play. But remember, no matter if he's on some set pieces, because he's not guaranteed them all, right? Forsberg In could fact, be. I, w- I would say he's guaranteed not to have them all. Right. But compared to the rest of the options, that 3,200, who else? I mean. Yeah. You're not going to take Kuzi if, if, if he's playing an offensive midfield. Yeah, I get it. Or, but, like, I, the yellow cards obviously didn't help. But he he has two points in his last two games combined. Right. right. So I'm not sure he's any less of a punt than anyone else, even with the set pieces. Right. But you'd still play him over like Gazinski or Henderson. You'd sure. play him over Henderson, right? I would, yes. Right. I'm just doing. I'm just trying to set the perspective of the comparison. Mm-hmm. When I'm not looking down at a 3200 Larson, going plug him in first guy in my lineup. Right. I'm just going like if. If you like the rest of your lineup, you're building a lineup, and you're like, I need a guy around mid-3Ks, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, do I take Brozovic if he's in, even? Moranchuk if he's starting instead of Cherishev for whatever reason? Gazinski, H- Henderson, Ekdal, Dyer, Kuzi? I mean, you look, and you go, oh, okay, Larson. Would you rather but Larson over a Croatian center back? Yes. Okay. I don't plan to play any center backs this slate. Okay. Not in cash. I agree with you on the, on not playing center backs, but I'm not but sure. You're compa- but you're comparing Larson to a center. I, I know what you're doing, which is the correct comparison of, would you rather play Larson in a midfield spot or which would end up being your utility spot? Sure. I just think you're building a three defender cash build. I agree with you. But I don't think either of those defenders are center backs. I agree with you as well. Okay, so let's get let's get to defender. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that I mentioned only because uh, I th- uh, maybe you have more news since you're at w- RotoWire and I'm just a schmuck. Uh, I saw uh, Ben Dinnery tweet out something about uh, Ashley Young being injured. He like limped off in the last game. Uh, to be honest, I think Ashley Young kind of leaves every game like that. Okay, but well, he said um, serious trouble or something. 
He mentioned something like that. Oh, okay. It didn't sound good. Right. That's fine. But that's what that's why I mentioned the fact of like like obviously we know for for England uh the fullbacks are the best pl- cash plays. Yep. But if Danny Rose is in instead of Ashley Young, I mean that's a $600 difference. Yes. So that's why like you may not I mean you'll know that it's the first game. But as far as your builds are concerned, Mhm. That that's that's what it's going to be. Yes. See, it says here here from Ben Dinnery, uh, uh Jamie Vardy remains a major doubt for the game versus Sweden after missing training for the second day running. Delhi Alley is, quote, absolutely fine, while Southgate has, quote, no reason to believe. Okay, no reason to believe Young and Walker are suffering from serious issues. There we go. Okay. See, I, 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 this is what happens when I don't read what's in the text. <laughs> I just look, I just, I saw the quote, and I thought the period was there for Delhi Alley, and then like, Young and Walker are suffering from serious uh, issues. Yes. Okay, so so maybe we don't have to worry. But hey, maybe Rose starts in front of Young regardless. Could be. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he Yeah, me, me too. I'd okay. Be so okay, that okay, that saved the conversation. Well, no, I mean, it's possible still. Sure, of course, but you have to you have to admit that the number 1 defensive option is Trippier. Yes, I agree. And I think number 2 is Young. Is it Rose if he starts? Yeah. Yeah. So it's really the only ball, the only conversation is really the $600 difference. Like, right. would you play Young at fifty five hundred? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Understand that uh, although some of Ashley Young's crosses in one game just went into the void, mm-hmm. like, like his value that both of their values come from the fact of which side of the field the set piece is on. Right. So, like, when people faded, like, and that's why I did. Why well, I'm, I'm I'm sitting there with like an eighteen percent on Ashley Young while he's racking up nine points for his salary. Uh, and um, like, why aren't like people went another way looking at his game log or whatever? It's like it just so happened that all, all the fouls and everything were on one side. Yeah, Trippier is is a much more prolific open crosser. He got some uh, direct free kicks as well. Right. So I'm not I'm not saying that Trippier Young are equal, but did not be on Young because it's like oh last game he only had a half a point. Yeah, because they didn't count like three crosses because they were too close to the middle of the field, right, or whatever. So I mean, I took a look at both English fullbacks as the top options in cash at least, and I think the third option is clearly Augustinson. Agreed. I didn't play Young the last slate though. Okay, but I see I see me playing all three of these guys: Trippier, Augustinson, and Young. Yep, I agree. Should lock in the John Stones and Granqvist's uh, braces at least. Right, forty four hundred for Granqvist. It's going to be another sweat on that. Yep. So I won't even play. I won't even if he's going to be thirty percent on a GPP. I won't even play him. Mm-hmm. I mean, then it's a. Le- I mean, are people going to chase that? Same for the Stone. Like, yeah, there's. I'll play Harry Maguire. If you want sure. a header goal, like I'm. If Stones, people are going to game log watch, and Stones is going to be twenty two percent owned in GPP, and Maguire is going to be six percent owned. I'll do that. Don't take Kyle Walker, no matter what. No. Like, the chances of him scoring a goal, not being up on set pieces and being 50 yards from goal, likely, un- it's, it's probably small. unlikely. It's small. I'd rather take Dejan Lovren. I would take, I, yeah, either Croatian center back. Right. But, I mean, the, the, to me, the, the, the defenders are pretty easy. I mean, you have Trippier, Young, or Rose, and Augustinson. Mm-hmm. But, like... Why am I paying five thousand for Vrzalko when three hundred more I could pay for Augustinson? I agree. Much more prolific crosser. I mean, Vrzalko is quote safe. 
But I think Augustin Flair. Like, they could have a clean sheet. True. But I'm just saying that I think Augustinson's floor is, even without the clean sheet, makes up for Versalco potentially getting the clean sheet. I agree. If you think Croatia, what what, what are their clean sheet odds? They have a clean sheet odds of what only 40% or so. Yeah, it's not that high. So if you see the equity is what, like 1.2 points for the clean sheet mm-hmm. for Versalco? I think Augustinson has two crosses for that. Right. So, like, I think Augustinson's floor is higher. Even factoring in a Croatian clean sheet, mm-hmm. which is obviously, based on the betting odds, only 50%. Right. England has close to 50%. Yeah, they have a better I'm, shot, yeah. So maybe 1.4, 1.5. And then Young and Trippier are both on set pieces and both cross the ball. Like, they have to be, the with the clean sheet equity, mm-hmm. have to be higher than Versalco, have to be higher than Augustinson. Yep. But I if agree. England score first, Augustinson could send in 14 crosses. Mm-hmm. That's why I look on the other. That's why I look on the other side, and I go, you know, if I I don't think it's a bad play because Lustig is out to play if he's in Emil Kraft. Kraft, yeah, four thousand. I mean, I'd play him over Grankvist at four hundred more, <laughs> right? Mario Fernandez, Strinich. I'll play Kraft way more. I mean, I probably won't play Augustinson and Kraft together. And I'm not saying that Kraft is like a play or whatever, but. A 4K fullback. Mm-hmm. You get a 4K fullback for a team that their main method of attacking is crossing. crossing they're not, yeah. they're going to be behind, and they may be behind. Mm-hmm. But I see be just paying for three top defenders and just shoving everything else in. You can't. I don't think you can't do that with a Kane lineup, though. Uh, you technically can. Uh, yeah, you can, optimal. but you're playing Larson. Right. Then once you pass there, you're done, right? Um, uh, would you play Yuri Zirkov? <laughs> I'm supposed to ask you that. I never play uh, Zirkov. I don't see myself playing any Russians outside of possibly Samadov. Yeah, I agree with you. Not, Who knows yeah. if Zirkov even starts? Right. And I'm not going to rely on you know who could be on set piece. I don't for Russia. I don't think he's going to have enough of the ball that I care. That's why I look at the best option is Samadov, and I don't consider him, like, I'm putting best as in quotes. Mm-hmm. I look at Russia more as GPP plays. I agree. This whole tournament. <laughs> right. And I think Cherishev is more of a GPP play than Zuba. I agree. I think Zuba will be, I, with the game logs, I think he'll be over-owned. And he's on penalties. Right. I think that's I'd rather play. I'd rather play Menzucic. Sure. Right. I'd rather play maybe Sterling just for ownership leverage. If I, if Harry Kane's going to be 60% owned in GPP, Ugh, Sterling's going to be 15% owned. I can't imagine. I mean, I guess I can't imagine it. Yeah, but you're playing for that situation. You're playing for Kane's no goal and Sterling scoring. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what leverage is. Yep. And you're hoping it's a trippy or a young assist or something. You think it's more likely to be... Sterling than like Lingard, I'd rather play Sterling because he fits in a forward spot. Yeah, but, but mean, we were talking about a, how you have it's really midfield that doesn't have a ton of spots, right? But I mean, it's a, but the, the same thing applies. It's the same type of thing. You're leveraging off of a Kane high own, right? High ownership for a still an England win, but without him scoring and someone else scoring. Yep. I just say I pre I 
more preference towards Sterling because he could fit the forward spot. So I could play a lineup where it's Perisic, Sterling. Right. And then play Modric, Samadoff, some some type of lineup like that. Mm-hmm. And then the three defenders. Mm-hmm. And pay up a goalkeeper and play Pickford. Well, uh, oh. So now that you're the goalkeeper whisperer. No, I'm not. You have the money. If you're not paying for Kane, who else are you, who else are you going to pay for? Pickford has the highest clean sheet. I mean, it's the highest clean sheet odds. But I mean, you, you, it's it's a four. It's a it's it's, it's four teams. You can play any goalkeeper, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They're both unders, right? These games are under two, so it's quite possible that we see it, there could be three. There could be three clean sheets. Yeah, zero zero to penalties, one zero mm-hmm. something like that. it could be that. Could be one nothing. Croatia win, but Akinfayev has seven saves. Right. Could be that. Olsen, same thing. Mm-hmm. Could be that type of game. So, I mean, just whoever whoever fits, I guess. I'm more likely... I'm kind of more likely to play Subasic than, than Pickford, based on my player pool. Mm-hmm. But to play against the, the host nation... Do you not just immediately go to Olsen in a Kane fade, though? Like, why not? Well, if I'm playing both fullbacks, I want the clean sheet. But I mean, I want a zero-zero game at that point. Sure, but I get it. I get. I mean, we're we're this is the nickel and diamond. Mm-hmm. If you if yeah if you if you're not, if you're playing Kane, you don't play Olsen. Right, right. That doesn't make any sense. If you're not playing any Russians, play Subasic. Mm-hmm. If you're playing, if you're only playing Modric, you could play Akinfaya. Right. Right. Yep. I mean, I guess you could play Paris at Jaw. I mean, he is a floor. I mean, these are all correlations. I mean, on a on a two game slate, yeah, just don't be stupid. You could play right. You could play, you could play guys against each other, and it still may not matter, mm-hmm. right? You could play Akinfaev. Uh You could no. You could play. You could play Olsen and Kane. Olsen gets two saves and gives up two goals, both of them to Kane. You end up with a zero at Olsen, but you end up with, you yeah. know, maybe 28 out 20, of Kane, yeah. and, it, and it's not going to matter. Right. And then you end up, uh, who cares about, you're not going to win a GPP that way, but you still may get over the 55th percentile in cash. Yep. Regardless. Yep. But it's goalkeeper. <laughs> you're but the I goalkeeper whisperer now, man. People want to know. I'm really, I am I? What, just because of the past? I, I, I had Courtois the other day. I'm not the goalkeeper oh, whisperer. Okay. Just for just because you can't remember past the last slate. No, the last slate was Olsen. Was, you had Olsen when you had right, that huge but, game, and now today you got Loris. And the one before, I had Courtois and went off the clip. So I mean, so what does it matter? <laughs> right? <laughs> These are two game slates. <laughs> Anybody has any follow up questions, including goalkeeper questions, you can find Jordan on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender H D. I am at Rotowire Andrew, always available in the Rotowire Slack chat as well. The tennis channel is uh, humming a little bit there. Have you played tennis at all? Of course you have. No, You'll get I'm, I'm not even in the tennis channel. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not dealing with okay. that. Okay. Okay. Anyway, um, thank you for all of that, Jordan, and I'll talk to you some other time for the semifinal. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.